Um, if anything, if any of the audio sounds strange or there's a delay, um, just just let it be known that we are recording through Discord. Um, it's the first time doing it because. Oh, we're going now. Oh yeah, I just I'm yeah. All right, I'm, in. Okay. I'm just diving in, bro. Okay, we're just diving in. Uh, yeah, the show. We're back on the show. Um, I think everyone knows who we are at this point. Yeah. Well, I'm Victor. I'm Nick. So let's uh, just say it anyway. Ab- another absence from Ryan. Hopefully he yeah. will join us again soon. Yeah, we're in the middle of Washington State stay in orders, COVID quarantine. Yeah, it's they send send that for another month. May fourth, Star Wars Day. Pretty brutal. But um mm-hmm. anywho, no one wants to talk about it anymore. It's it's already Look, we're here to talk minds. movies. We're here we're to talk about movies. We're gonna get your mind film. off the damn pandemic. Let's break it down here. So Misery follows writer Paul Sheldon. He's just finished his recent book and he's on his way back from his Colorado cabin when a blizzard hits and his car goes careening off the road. He's rescued by Annie, Annie Wilkes, a nice, nice lady who lives in the sticks, uh, a former nurse who has taken it upon herself to bring him back to, to recover him to full strength, give, put him on bed rest, treat his wounds and whatnot. But quickly, uh, Paul finds that she's got a few screws loose in her head, and she is a mat is a raving mad fan for him. Uh, she, fi- she finds his latest manuscript. She is unhappy with it, and now wants him to write a new story in her own image. All the while, Paul's got to figure out a way to get out of this madhouse he's found him in. Yeah, pretty much it. So uh, this is your first time seeing it. It is, yes. I've been. It's been on my to-do list for a long time, and and now the stars clearly aligned. I've, yeah, yeah. How about yeah, you? My first time as well. Um, actually, Stephanie suggested I watch this, so we uh, watched this, and I was like, you know yeah. what? Let's freaking talk about it. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. Um, I was completely shocked and appalled, dude, in the, in the best way. Oh my, oh my lord. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, for starters, like I don't know. Do you um, are you like really familiar with Stephen King's work or? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't read a Stephen King book in my life, but I have watched a lot of movies based on his work. Mm-hmm. Which I, I take that for what it's worth as far as credibility. But yeah, there's there's been sure. some good Stephen King adaptations. We got oh, yeah. you got the first you got the It remake from a few years ago. Uh. Carrie by Brian De Palma, freaking Shawshank yeah. Redemption, Green Mile, anything Frank Darabont touched, that's for dang sure. And even ones I have a guilty pleasure uh, sentiment for, like The Langoliers or The Stand. Actually, The Stand was better than most, I remember. I haven't seen that one. Eh, not too bad. People say there should be a, like a three-hour R-rated feature film based on it, but for now, we just have the miniseries. And yeah, even the fir- even the It miniseries is fun despite a lot of goofiness right. and corniness. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of amazing how many books of his have been adapted into film. Yeah, think about it. There are yeah. and not so ju- many, and, and, and not just horror stories. He branches oh, out yeah. into different genres, like Stand Stand by Me. It's a coming of age right. tale. Coming of age. It's a it's a darker coming of age story about some yeah. kids. And that's also Rob yeah. Reiner, right? Yeah, yeah, Rob yeah. Reiner back again directing on this one. Yeah. He's a great director, kind of underrated in the when talking grand scheme. He's done some great work. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and this is easily one of his best. You know, I'm not too familiar with his with his stuff, yeah. uh, like his directing work. Uh, besides yeah. Stand By Me, and well, I'm looking through his stuff now, and there's yeah. movies I recognize, but a, a few good men. I'll tell you right now, it's yeah. classic. It's court one of the best courtroom dramas you could ask for. But yeah, man, like, uh, but yeah, misery. First impressions is... with this. What were you? What were your? Uh, how are you feeling about this uh, one? <laughs> I am. I am enthralled. I I was completely blown away. It's it's a great little thriller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I, I didn't even really know the story, uh, mm -hmm. but the way it played out so slowly and, you know, the way yeah. intentions are unraveled and you start. Oh, to yeah, it's got little... a good mystery going. Oh, definitely. From the get go. I yeah, because... once. Yeah. Once he wakes up in the house for the first time, it's it's very it's you're, you're instantly thinking about what is going on here there's got to be more to it than this right and the movie does a good job leading you on leaving a bread breadcrumb trail of details and so forth for not only paul to uncover but for you to uncover too yeah absolutely um i really was impressed by i think first and foremost was uh kathy bates her oh um, yeah performance. it's uh <laughs> wow it's an Oscar-winning performance. Oh, did she win an Oscar for it? Oh yeah, man. Oh okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she was she was stellar. And yeah, the way she absolutely bounces, stellar. She uh, ebbs and flows between sincerity and and very nurturing, and then she becomes maniacal and psychotic in the blink of an eye. It's such Whoa, a Nelly. transition. Whoa, Nelly. Her moods, and you don't know if if. Uh, you know, Paul Sheldon's going to say something wrong or maybe trigger an emotion in her and she don't know if she's going to flip out. Yeah. It, there's the sporadic there, time. She's like, whoa, lady, what there, did I, what did I do? Yeah. There is that element uh, that Paul has to walk on eggshells Correct. and you're just hoping things go his way. And, but, and by the way, James Caan op acting opposite her, he's also really good in the movie. Dude, see, what I've been trying to do lately is really focus on, uh, like, the performance and the subtleties and, and uh, you know, their faces and, and yeah. inflections and voices and just, like, really trying to focus on those smaller details that really make a performance shine. And with yes. James, I was, like, really focused on the way he delivered his lines and just oh, yeah. uh, things he would do with his face that like easily like obviously signal what he was feeling even if he wasn't yeah. like verbalizing it it was really uh, -huh. uh impressive and what surprised me too is how actually funny this was oh man yeah <laughs> it's, it's got such great dark humor going for it uh great i think my favorite parts were <laughs> when she does her playground swearing uh and Eddie. oh yeah yeah uh th it kind of it kind of it reminded me a lot of uh a lot of m night Shyamalan's movies in terms ah. of in terms of that uh the dialogue uses a lot of very uh what, what's the what's, i think it's very intelligent vocabulary choices just the type of uh, words they yeah, use okay. it's words 
you don't hear as much in common everyday speech, but they mm-hmm. exist and they are and they make you sound a lot more smarter. Sure. And, but still, yeah, uh, they, I, those it's those moments are really great. It just adds a lot to her character, and it just is plain funny how they come out. Yeah, it's like you cackadookie. <laughs> Uh, that's 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 not even a proper example of what I was just getting at, but oh man, yeah, just yeah, just her character is very this old school. She's just old school in terms of like mm-hmm. conduct conducting herself right down to her word choices, and that's just a neat detail. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um... And and funny you mentioned James Con like the subtle details in his performance. There was one I really liked that uh-huh. i picked that i picked out immediately so uh i mean we're doing spoilers right we're, we always do spoilers uh here. yeah we we can do spoiler warning yeah uh go, go see misery it's really good um so yeah there's the part where oh she annie picks up paul after he slept on the floor the whole night mm-hmm. suppose or not slept on the floor all night just uh that that was it, right? He slept on the floor all night. Or he As it when act- he was sneaking out and then oh right, no no no. Um I think you're right. I don't remember exactly hundred percent, but shoot, and we just watched the movie. Jeez. Dude, because when I watched this, I wasn't even planning on taking notes or even talking about it. So I feel like really unprepared talking about that, it. Nah, that's okay. That's me every day of my life. <laughs> yeah. But no, okay, yeah. So basically he's on the floor and he finds her, and then he gets she gets him back into bed, all the while giving him his daily pain pills with a glass of water. Mm-hmm. There's, you could see the moment where he shuffles the pills aside to his yeah. gums under his teeth, so he doesn't oh. swallow them, yes, faking like exactly he what you're did. About. And I was in my head, I was just thinking like, "Oh God, that's great! Yeah, that's so good." <laughs> yeah, and some of his like sarcastic remarks, or when you know he's trying to just. Uh, buy time or say the right words so she yes. can calm down. It's just like, oh man, you can really tell he's. It's such a uh, horrific and unpredictable situation, and you can see him just like he's on his toes. He's yeah, he's what the he's, hell do I do? He's working the kinks. He's he's fixing the cogs in the machines. You could really, I love how you can actively see him conducting himself physically and internally. Absolutely. That's the best kind of acting right there. Yeah, especially when he's he's sneaking through the house for the first time. Yes. Oh, man, I love that part. Goes to get uh, his writing paper. That it yeah. feels it felt Hitchcockian at times, I feel. I could say. Yeah. There's kind the, the of tension there is really good. Yeah. Um, the, especially that, when that, he's returning home and the cuts are quicker and there's close-ups yeah. of certain key little movements. Yeah, yeah. And the I music and the music's swollen up too. Great music yeah, in this movie. Absolutely. And it's it was great. It's my it's the best kind of thriller mood. Yeah, and it's so contained too. And it like is. honestly, like it kind of shows like how can I say this? Like I'm not saying there's no surprises because there mm. are, but yeah. You kind of see a lot of what's going on pretty early on. Like he's stuck in bed. He's being uh, nurtured, but also like antagonized. And, uh, you know, it's like very early on, early on, you kind of get a sense of what the movie is going to be like. And that kind of concerned me because I was like, oh, is it going to be an an hour and 50 of just this? But 
there's a lot yeah. of things that kind of help break up the pacing, like with um, the old yeah. couple, Buster and yeah. Virginia. Oh yeah, yeah, and the the sheriff, the sheriff and his wife deputy, like they were they were entertaining. They were great characters. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert Farnsworth. Yeah. Oh, he's in a uh, David Lynch's The Straight Story. Oh, really? I I dude, you would love that one. But anyways. Nice. Yeah, and um, I'll throw I'll throw one right back at you. A James Con oh. movie I, th I think you like is Thief by Michael Mann. I need to see it. It's all it's I, a it's wicked. I think it's, all I know him for is Godfather, and uh, I think that's all I've seen him in. Yeah, uh, Thief is really cool, and I remember watching part of The Killer Elite with like a couple of years ago, and I was really liking it, but I didn't finish it. I got to go back and finish it. Oh, there's a movie of his I watched that I didn't finish, and for good reason. <laughs> it was somewhat recent. Oh, what was it? It was really. Oh, I gotta find it. Oh, Undercover Grandpa. <laughs> oh boy. Jeez. Uh, yeah, he was also in. So... Elf. He's also an elf with Will Ferrell. Oh, isn't he play the dad? Yeah, it's a, it's a Christmas. He's, he's been in a lot of movies. He's been, he's in a been lot around. Of movies, let's just say that he's been around the block. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's great. And yeah, back to Robert Farnsworth. Mm -hmm. uh, he he was a lot of fun. I liked it when they cut back to him. He's, he has yeah, because yeah, cute cute little uh, relationship with his wife going there. Yeah, and I I like that he's a really old sheriff, but he's not some bumbling comedic relief or yeah. ine inept law enforcement he actually he is a genuine cop he is investigating exactly. taking his job seriously in his own quirky little way because he could have just been a cynical kind of rusty grumpy officer and like yeah that would have just been you know like it would have been fine but to have a character who's so genuine and like really wants to help out in his community and find out where this person is mm -hmm. uh I th I just thought that was a good, yeah. Um, I don't know. And that, it felt and refreshing. That, it did, yeah. It and is the fact that it, like the humor and his dialogue and like the chemistry between him and his wife, like it was funny and it was sweet and like it was entertaining. Oh yeah, I I absolutely, and it it adds up. It keeps the movie tight and mm -hmm. and keeps the wheels turning, and it doesn't doesn't slog it in any way. It's, that, and that's that's the that's what you want. You don't want any any loose ends. You don't want any parts that drag too much. You don't want anything that brings down the whole machine. Yeah, and like I said too, like even though it kind of shows itself early on, there are still like little surprises and bits of tension or you know, oh man, yeah, uh, that's for sure. Sneaking around bits that like it yeah keeps things interesting. Um, uh huh. So yeah, there's those suspenseful bits, but when it goes all out, my jaw was on the freaking floor. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, dude. Incredible. The really the, ho the hobbling too. scene. Oh, I was jeez. I, I think I was gonna be sick. <laughs> dude. It's like the moment she reveals the freaking mallet, I was just like, oh, oh no. It's like, what are you doing with that? Stop it. It's just Please. so like that juxtaposition between having this sweet, you know, very warm character 
and then she brings out a freaking mallet. You're like, sl- okay, that, that was a sledgehammer. sledgehammer. That was a sledgehammer. straight sledgehammer. <laughs> you're just like, all right. Or when she reveals a gun, you're just like, good god, man, man, oh man, oh, I love it because you really feel for uh, James's character. For yeah, like yeah. At the very beginning, you get that really nice opening scene with him finishing the last page of his script. Yeah, and his he goes book. through his routine, he lights his one cigarette, drinks Dong Perignon. And yeah. I love just like um, this. It just reminds me so much of toxic fanboys t- today. And I'm sure for as long as movies have been out for, there's been toxic community, like toxic fans. But this just reminds me so much of like the type of people we'll see on the Internet. Like, mm. oh you know this isn't what i wanted you can't do that rewrite it yeah like, that, god that makes a lot of sense yeah it hold that holds up a lot in that oh totally <laughs> totally yeah um, this is no different than when people complain about the last jedi you could see the similarities so in the arguments it's just like i want every one of them to watch this film to see how stupid they sound absolutely like you idiot thing but, isn't how i want it to be therefore terrible yeah, not what I expected, therefore bad. Jeez. Like, uh, okay. I can't um, stand those people. <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, and uh, then there's and oh, geez, when when the sheriff gets blown away by the, with the food. Oh, oh. Yeah. After um, just rip my heart out. So the, what he gets a hint that maybe um, Annie is up to something. She might have something to do with uh, Paul's disappearance. So he goes to her house. Oh yeah. Everything seems to check out. Nothing's all too, you know, nothing to note. And then yeah, he, back in, he hears a loud crash, and that's oh man, yeah. Oh, and before that, and before that, there's a little bit where they check to make sure they go around the corners and whatnot, and they play it off like it's a funny little moment, like benign, oh, innocent yeah. little thing. But <laughs> they 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 know what they're doing. Each of them in their own way. It's that's that's just great directing right there. It's so it's so good man yeah it definitely like utilizes the space with like the blocking and yeah uh just moving to the cameras in general it's just oh, like man, yeah. it really utilizes the space super well and i think that's something that you know is yeah. super appreciated and and also like mm-hmm. underrated too it's just like uh-huh. those subtle things you don't really notice all too much yeah um uh not to mention the amazing use of a wide angle for Dude. certain close-ups oh of Annie. God. That, love it so much that was a power play move <laughs> that was i know was... anytime she was just becoming enraged those those oh. come on freaked me out it was it genuinely freaked me out usually there'd be like a really dramatic lighting choice with it or yeah the score would come in like oh, man man it's crazy 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 she just is when she is angry she becomes an overwhelming presence she's looming super close to the camera and oh man you really feel that you're like oh my god dude yeah it's she she is god and she's raining thunder hell down yeah it's interesting too that like i don't know if this is a common uh king thing but i feel like he does this with religious characters he's like especially like with carrie you know, he'll make the religious oh, yeah. person kind of not so, uh, you know, on the religious. level. Yeah, kind of like. Oh wait, okay. uh, 
Well, it's like they're religious, but they definitely don't act like it, or they use very brutal, kind of like oppressive. Yeah, either they don't act methods. like it, or they go all in on the fanaticism. Exactly. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's like a usual thing for him. I don't know if this is just probably there, there was Carrie, and I remember the It series. What like uh, Ben's adopted Ben's step family was was like took it as a christian duty to adopt him or whatever or not adopt him to marry him into the family mm -hmm. i don't know but yeah there there's occasionally there's religious themes popping up in his stories yeah and like usually sometimes i can just be kind of tired because like it's so obvious like oh of course make the religious person a crazy nut like yeah kind like of a cliche yeah and like i didn't really mind that too much here um, no i didn't even think she was i didn't even take it as she was a religious fanatic. She, did, no, she doesn't really spout any sort of uh, typical religious, you know, jargon or even any like. Yeah, she doesn't recite in Bible verses every sentence. Um, but there's like little things throughout her house. But yeah, it's not really like a very prominent element to her character. Oh yeah, I remember at least. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's more downplay in this one. Right. And I guess those are the best Stephen King adaptations when they reduce the usual cliches and tropes that he uses in his stories when they don't try to 100% replicate the book's uh, narrative, mm -hmm. but instead take elements and make it more accessible for a movie. So, like, you yeah, have the It remake. It focuses just on the kids' part of the story, and I'm sure it takes inspiration from the book but yeah. even even for me who just watched the miniseries, like I can pick up on the themes going around. They and they do away with some stuff, but they keep the elements of some areas while making it uh, more accessible for a feature film audience. Yeah. And 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 even the Frank Darabont movies, like Green Mile, Shawshank oh. Redemption, The Mist. Uh, he most of the time he's reducing. The typical Stephen King isms, but he, but really, actually, he's the one that seems like he's more in tune with King's style and knows how to use it properly, while not having to sacrifice a whole lot. Because he's That's, you said he's done a handful of them at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Because Darabont loves Stephen King. I see. Yeah, you haven't seen any of those either, which is I, I have a really? lot of blind spots. Mm -hmm. I guess. <laughs> Time to time to fill those in. Yeah, for sure. Because I like I really like his his concepts. I think from each that I've seen, um, mm -hmm. they're yeah. on paper even entertaining. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw the nineteen twenty two one. Oh, you did. Um, and that was okay. Like, yeah, it was pretty uh, average. Like you can you can kind of sure. see it from a mile away. Uh, sure yeah like how it progresses but you know like uh, -huh. uh gerald's game wasn't too bad um, yeah i, I might want to check i want to check that out more now because... it's pretty especially with flanagan uh yes mike flanagan he i think he also is in tune with stephen king yeah so like yeah oh did you, did you see the dark tower uh no i did not that movie it's it could have been a lot better i feel but i mm -hmm. again the concept was really cool it's basically like wild west lord of the rings going through alternate dimensions connecting all the stephen king stories into this one grand universe 
involving these gunslingers and the man in black. It's it's very cool, but the movie mm. doesn't but the movie doesn't quite do it justice enough as even with fleeting uh, entertaining parts. Wait, do you say it's because I've heard that one also kind of combines his other stories into it. Is that right? Yeah, the Dark Tower, that whole that that was supposed to be the the culmination of all of the other stories because in the movie you see references to all it's all Stephen King stories movies like Christine 1408 it so oh, on, yeah. so on so on how does that work i don't know it's like it's alternate dimensions and so forth these gunslingers go through these dimensions and whatnot mm-hmm. and so forth oh so they like or, that's dimensions like, or well that's not the plot of the movie but they right there is the plot point is there are there are door dimensional doorways that people can go through to get between they, our earth and where the uh the fantasy battles are so going so on. like a, a portal and it shows like the cover the poster for like it and <laughs> no no like, nothing like that but there is but they are like portal doorways and whatnot interesting interesting yeah. huh, well but yeah misery <laughs> yeah back <laughs> back to misery yeah, basically, this is a Stephen King story that, or in terms of making the movie, they reduce a lot of the typical Stephen King tropes you find mm-hmm. in either his books or the cheesier movies and miniseries that came out way back when. So it looks like this is the guy that, uh, the guy who wrote it. Um, Fuck, hold on. Mm. Oh my God. Uh, oh, he wrote uh, All the President's Men. Oh, nice. Uh, Butch Cassidy. Sweet, yeah. Which two movies I still haven't seen. But like, uh, what about Princess Bride? You see that? Nope. <laughs> Missing out, bro. Uh, guess I've only oh, seen yeah, this. And... Oh, yeah, he's written a ton of great films. So, yeah, I got it on my count. Yeah, it's very, and very cleverly written. It is. And, like, and I haven't read Misery, so I don't know like how much of it is pulled from it. But yeah, I mean. But in terms of a film, the pacing is almost near constant for how subdued the setting is and how intimate the story is. It's so claustrophobic. I mean, it is. It's claustrophobic. Yeah. You got these this cat and mouse mind game being played between Paul and Annie. It's that's wonderful to watch. Plus, the surrounding environment is really cool too. And yeah, and then cool because it's uh, cold. Get it? Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Also, this ha. is also tough to uh, do this on Discord because, like, it's hard to know when someone's going to talk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can't watch each other. Man, this Ye- is rough. <laughs> Yikes. But anyways, continue. Yeah, it's all that. And also it builds up to a pretty baller epic conclusion. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I would say. And just it really knows how to build up to the big moments. Really make the weight feel felt yeah yeah like, dropping, like, yeah like dropping an anvil on your head oh my gosh yeah yeah the the end the end finale to this is pretty brutal Wait, is i th- i th- i think we should save save it yeah we should save it for, for uh, yeah i don't it, mind not going into it well yeah just it's got to be seen to be believed if you decide to watch it yeah it's pretty crazy yeah that whole finale is pretty pretty great and uh it's it's worth getting wrapped up in everything for. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You got any more? You got any more to talk about? God, I'm kind of reaching, reaching here. Uh, yeah. We probably probably should cut it off if that's the case. 
Yeah, I don't know if I have too much more to talk about. I think overall, yeah, I don't know. Just... Misery is just in a fantastic film. Should be seen by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has already been seen oh, by a lot of people, sure. but it should be seen by a lot more people. Yeah. And it, it's like, you know, uh, it's a good non-horror Yeah, it's a good story. thrill. It's good. Yeah, it's great. One of the best in terms of in terms of cinema it's one of the best king stories yeah it's got an intimate setting two very amazing performances and it's just very well done on a technical level just like the film it's some solid filmmaking all around it's good cozy thriller cinema it is so i don't yeah. know uh you want to go with your rating yeah uh i'll sit at a i'll sit at a four right now yeah that's what I was thinking too. To yeah, be I, w- I was gonna go. I was gonna go four and a half, just because how much it surprised me, and that uh-huh. that ending was just wicked. Just yeah, so wicked. I also really like the uh, well, the ending scene, scene too. I don't know if we need to talk about that, but nah. just kind of playing into like you know when something like that happens, it's always following you. Yeah, and uh, I read something too that this is kind of this overall has to do with King's um, alcohol addiction. Oh, and um, uh, we- substance abuse and Kathy Bates character is a re- representation of his dependency on drugs and what it did to his body. Wow. So, OK, maybe not alcohol, but some sort of substance. That's a crazy parallel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm feeling uh, I mean, what do you, you feel last words? I, no, I'm, I'm pretty solid here. I wholly recommend this one. Yeah, uh, like I said, I give it a, a four, pretty strong four. Um, I think Sick. Sick overall, bro. I didn't like. I didn't know what to expect, but it really did surprise me. It's um, yes, thrilling. It's got some decent humor that uh, was quite that came quite often, and oh yeah, um, just the themes and the character dynamics between the two leads. It's uh, very exciting and uh-huh. uh pretty pretty intense. Yes. So, uh, absolutely. Great film. Great film. Great film. And yeah, this is one of the more talked about Stephen King adaptations out there. Yeah. Uh, believe every word you hear about it, of course. And yeah. And if someone tells you to watch, it, just go ahead and watch it. It's some. It's a mistake I've made all these years. My mother's been pressing me to watch this for the longest time, and I just kind of kept pushing it off to the side a little bit. Because that movie, that watch list just keeps growing and growing. Yeah, the more. It's, yeah. You, so think yeah you're dwind- you think you're subtracting numbers off it, but it keeps keeps adding. Uh-huh. You just got to do it, man. You just got to go do it. Gotta do it. Yeah, go watch the movie, audience. Yeah, please. go watch Misery. It's, uh, you can rent it on Amazon or you can rent it on, on Amazon. Rent it on Amazon, get it in Netflix mail, go to a video store and buy it. Yeah. Sheesh, there's there's no there's no lack of options here. Nope. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. And um I hope we will be getting this on uh some sort of podcast hosting site with by the end of the month. Uh it's kind of I feel like we're missing out on a, an audience by not hosting on one. So mm. uh hopefully very soon we'll get it on Spotify yeah. and Apple. Yeah, if 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 push comes to shove, you could just blame the quarantine again, or that. So, yeah. so I think we should just do that now. Uh, screw you, screw you, quarantine. Screw you, quarantine. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye bye.